0: Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Santino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Defense Secretary Delphine Lorenzana not recommending a Christmas truce with communist rebels. The secretary says the rebels usually do not honor the ceasefire, a position supported by the armed forces of the Philippines. Police, for their part, are preparing for possible attacks that might be launched by the New People's Army for the 51st anniversary of the Communist Party of the Philippines this December 26th.
1: Itong mga ganitong uh, petsa ay binabantayan din ng ating uh, PNP at uh, tayo po ay may direktiba na sa lahat ng mga police units natin ang kanilang uh, pagtataas ng uh, alert level. Ang pagiging alerto at vigilant ng sagayon ay uh, hindi po uh, malusutan or hindi po maatake ang ating mga police stations.
0: Malacanang slams the granting of political asylum to a U.S.-based Filipino couple critical of Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte. Duterte spokesman Salvador Panelo describing it as misplaced. He says there's no truth to allegations. Duterte's critics are being attacked or persecuted.
1: I have doubt on whether this couple is really an activist or one who joins protests for purposes of their own political uh, beliefs. I think they were advised by this lawyer to do things that would entitle them to an immigration or to to a status where they can seek asylum. I think the judge has been, has been, or made to believe that there is such widespread attack against journalists against human rights activists. I don't think that that is correct. These are the propaganda made peddled by the opposition. And apparently because of the virage of that kind of propaganda, certain people there in the United States believe in that. And on that basis the judge granted that asylum.
0: The couple, Rene and Joy Flores, flew to the U.S. back in the year 2000, but overstayed their visas. Last week, a San Francisco immigration judge ruled in favor of the Floreses, who had claimed they might experience political persecution if ordered to return to the Philippines. That ruling spares the couple from deportation proceedings and allows them to seek permanent resident status. Makati police are investigating the kidnapping of a Chinese woman along Paseo de Rojas Avenue Monday night. Two men dragged the screaming woman into a waiting van, which then sped off. A witness captured the incident on video. Authorities recovered from the scene of the abduction documents from the sale of vehicles between Chinese individuals, including photocopies of Chinese passports. Police say cases of Chinese abductions have risen amid a tourist influx from mainland China.
2: Ang assessment namin is parang kilala kasi ito eh. Kaya hindi pinilit muna na pumasok doon kung kumbaga lumapit siya doon sa uh, doon sa van at nung ipinapumapasok na siya, pinipilit na siyang ipasok. Gusto niyang lumabas. Doon na siya nagsimulang doon na nagsimula na sumigaw. Ang tinitingnan namin usually na cases is the uh, mga mga company, mga pogo or online na uh, companies ng mga Chinese
0: Turning to news overseas now, five people now confirmed dead following the volcanic eruption of New, on New Zealand's White Island. Eight others are missing and are presumed dead. 47 people, mostly tourists, were on the island when the volcano erupted Monday. 34 people survived and are still being treated in hospital. In a press conference Tuesday morning, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Auden said reconnaissance flights showed no signs of life on White Island. She also visited the survivors at the Wakatani Hospital. Ardern thanked emergency teams who responded to the tragedy.
2: I do want to acknowledge the enormous and extraordinary work that's gone on through the night um, to bring as much information as is possible to everyone this morning. Um, At this stage, we can confirm that amongst those currently listed as missing or injured are New Zealanders who were part of the tour operation, and tourists from Australia, the United States, the United Kingdom, China and Malaysia. To those who have lost or are missing family and friends, we share in
0: your unsagnable grief at this moment in time and in your sorrow. Restoring peace and order, that remains to be the first priority of embattled Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam. Lam denies reports of a reshuffle in her cabinet amid the months-long unrest in the Chinese-ruled city. She also lauds the relatively calm and peaceful protest last Sunday. The Beijing-backed leader is set to leave for China, where she will give a full account of what happened in Hong Kong this year. My first priority now is really to restore uh, law and order in Hong Kong
2: and to ensure that Hong Kong could continue to move ahead, uh, both economically and socially. As far as the um, uh, protests on Sunday, uh, first of all, I take comfort that uh, given the no-objection letter issued by the police and cooperation by all sectors, we have seen a relatively calm and peaceful protest on Sunday. Uh, This reflects the freedoms that Hong Kong people are enjoying. And so I hope that this this, uh, phenomenon will go also to abroad to show that Hong Kong is upholding all the rights and freedoms of Hong Kong people. So all those accusations uh, uh, from various quarters that we are eroding people's freedoms uh, is
0: unsubstantiated. In the United States, House Democrats are set to unveil two articles of impeachment against U.S. President Trump. A senior Democratic aide told Reuters the articles of impeachment will be on Trump's abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. The articles of impeachment would set the impeachment vote in motion this week. Trump is accused of pressuring Ukraine to investigate his political rival Joe Biden in exchange for aid and then obstructing efforts by Congress to investigate his actions. Trump denies those allegations and calls the impeachment probe a hoax. The House is expected to approve the articles, but the Republican-controlled Senate is unlikely to vote to remove Trump from office. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte wants to meet with water concessionaires he previously accused of economic plunder. He's also reviewing, make that renewing his claim. Both Manila Water and Maynilad are passing on corporate income tax to the public. Duterte slamming former government officials as well for allegedly crafting onerous deals that allowed water concessionaires to set their own rates.
1: Hindi 'to maaring lohan nang hindi ko makausap yung mga concessionaire. So, gusto ko harap ang abogado ng gobyerno nagawa nitong kontrata ng ito. Sino ba 'yun? Ang korapsyon doon sa itaas noon pa. Naka kampanya pa ako, lapang na nawala sa akin. I cannot imagine two administrations, allowing our sovereignty to be bargained away.
0: Duterte earlier ordered the Justice Department and the Solicitor General to draft new deals that are more favorable to government. Justice Secretary Minato Guevara says government is still forming a team to come up with a new version of the concession agreements. Diabato also guarantees there will be no government takeover of the embattled concessionaires.
2: Unless and until the government is ready to efficiently run the distribution business, I guess for now we still have to uh, rely on uh, private concessioners for the distribution of water supply.
0: A property consultant sees other cities following Makati's lead in its move to ban new service providers for Philippine Offshore Gaming Operators, or POGOs. But as Warren Guzman tells us, gaming regulators are saying otherwise. After
2: successive police operations to break up prostitution rings catering to Chinese employees of Philippine Offshore Gaming Operators in Makati, Mayor Abigail Binay announced an indefinite ban on new POGOs in the city. Hindi naman natin sinasabi na yung Pogo players mismo ang nagdadala ng mga ito. It's just that there are some elements now trying to take advantage of the influx of these people. Despite this clarification, a group of experts on Chinese-Filipino relations fears the ban will be misinterpreted by the public, especially after a new SWS survey revealed a majority of Filipinos are in fact worried about the rising number of Chinese workers in the Philippines. The Integrated Development Studies Institute says Chinese workers are being demonized, despite bringing billions of pesos into the Philippine economy while taking up jobs that cannot be occupied by Filipinos because of specific requirements. Such as being fluent in Mandarin, Colliers International says it is tough for government to separate the good from the bad, and it's likely other cities will follow Makati's lead soon.
1: I think it it will put pressure on the local governments to act on um, various incidents that are happening in their own localities.
2: Collier's adds, Makati's ban won't have any negative effects because the city's office buildings are already full with just a 1% vacancy rate. Instead, the ban is expected to have an immediate impact on office rent.
1: There's one building that with a floor of vacancy along Ayala that's open to Pogo. Meron one building dyan na ang asking rent na is 2,000 pesos per square meter. Kumpara sa market standard na mga 1,300 to 1,400 pesos per square meter.
2: Senator Joel Villanueva has long been a critic of POGOs. He is hoping other POGO hotspots will follow Makati's lead soon. Makati, however, stresses the ban is only on new operators and the existing POGOs in Makati, some 300 including service providers, are legal and are actually providing the city with some 200 million pesos in annual revenues. Lahat naman itong operators natin ngayon are compliant with our zoning rules, the uh, pag rules on, on the matter as well as um, yung sa Bureau of Immigration and the BIR with regard to their taxes and uh, immigration permits. So we're just uh, putting a cap. Regulator PAGCOR meanwhile says it will respect Makati's order, but it doubts other cities will do the same. PAGCOR chairperson Andrea Domingo says cities actually want to open up to pogos considering the revenues and business these may bring to their areas. Warren De Guzman,
0: ABS-CBN News. For Lee Chu property consultants, Makati's moratorium on new service providers for Philippine offshore gaming operators won't hurt real estate growth. David Lee Chu explains new Pogo service providers will only look for other areas to expand to.
1: They're like water. The demand is like water. They're just going to find their next home outside Makati. There's no space in Makati, also. There's no pipeline of big office space for a few more months. So that that moratorium would probably be academic also. It depends how long. And um, the loss of Makati will be the gain of other cities.
0: Li Chu adds, while the sector is currently dominated by the Chinese, more countries are also jumping on the bandwagon. Right, we have this just in. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte will no longer extend martial law in Mindanao once it expires December 31st. Malacan says the president is confident security forces can now maintain peace and security in the southern region. The palace adds the decision was made following the assessment of security and defense advisors. Martial law was declared in Mindanao after the Islamic State-inspired terrorists attacked Marawi City in 2017. Team Philippines adds more medals to its record haul on the penultimate day of the 30th Southeast Asian Games. The latest gold medals came courtesy of the Philippines soft tennis team who captured first place in the men's team event and the trio of Eric Ang, Carlos Karag and Alexander Topasho who won the men's shooting trap team event. With the overall championship already in the bag for the host country, the race for second place in the medal tally is going down the wire. Thailand is currently occupying that spot, but Vietnam is not far behind with both countries surpassing 80 golds. platform Netflix dominates the 2020 Golden Globes nomination. Six nods go to its divorce drama Marriage Story and five for The Irishman. The two films will compete in the best drama category with papal story Two Popes, war drama 1917 and comic book villain film Joker. For best comedy the nominees include Jojo Rabbit, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Elton John and the Elton John biopic Rocketman. Apple's streaming service, meanwhile, landed its first major award nomination for Jennifer Aniston's The Morning Show. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Just subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. You can also listen to podcasts of ANC shows. Just search hashtag ANC Podcasts on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitcher. For feedback, email us at ANCfeedback at abs-cbn.com. Stay with us here on the News Channel.